As Christians, what should be our sentiment toward foreigners? We're going to talk about that today on BibleStudyPodcasts.org, starting now. Welcome once again to BibleStudyPodcast.org. I am your host, Toby Logsdon, and today is Wednesday, December the 5th. We're 20 days till Christmas, so man, I can't believe that we are already here toward the end of the year, and what a year this has been, uh, for me anyway. This year has been absolutely insane. This has probably been the busiest year of my life, but... It's been a, a blessed year nonetheless. This has been a, a great year. I hope it's been a great year for you. I hope you're having a great week this week and uh, that you are being blessed through and through. Of course, on Wednesdays, we do cultural issues and apologetics. Uh, today, I was going to do apologetics, but at the last second, uh, really kind of felt led to do a, a cultural issue podcast. So uh, we're going to get to that in just a moment. I do want to remind you guys to be on the lookout for our video podcasts, which are going to be coming up probably in the next few weeks. If you have a video playing MP3 player, you will be able to download our videos and they're just going to be like two or three minute long uh, little video, maybe kind of devotionals. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll try to put out maybe one or, or two a week. But, you know, I thought that would be something neat to add for you guys. And for those of you who don't have an MP3 player that plays video, of course, you'll be able to go to BibleStudyPodcasts.org and you can play it from the website. So be on the lookout for those. Again, I want to remind you also that we do have another host joining us at BibleStudyPodcasts.org, but I'm not sure when he's going to be joining us. I just know that uh, sometime in the very near future, we're going to be starting a new study, an Old Testament study, under his direction. So please keep that in mind and be praying and looking out for that. And one final announcement. Of course, the second Wednesday of every month, we do a Q&A podcast. So send your questions in to me. My email is cleanslate.ministries at hotmail.com. And of course, I would love to get your questions so that I can give you guys some answers next week. I've already got a couple questions that are looking pretty good, but don't be, don't be shy. Send me your questions. I'll be happy to answer them on the air next week. But, you know, like I said, I was going to do today's lesson on apologetics. I was actually going to talk about refuting a couple of fallacies. That's something that I really enjoy doing. Uh, You know, I I really like to analyze and dissect arguments. And, you know, in order to do that, one one of the helpful things that I've found is learning how to recognize fallacies. And, of course, that's something that I do want to bring to you guys and to, to teach you guys how to recognize. But, you know, last night uh, I went to bed with with that in mind, that I was going to be refuting these fallacies for you guys today. And I wasn't even thinking about doing anything different. I mean, there was nothing else even on the back burner. There was nothing on my mind at all. But then this morning, I woke up and I kind of felt like the Lord was leading me to skip the talk about refuting these fallacies for the time being. That doesn't mean that we won't do them sometime in the future. We, we, will, we will get these sometime in the future. But, you know, I started asking myself, well, what does God want me to talk about then? So, you know, I, I prayed about it, and, and then I started taking my thinking even further, and I started thinking, you know, where is the gospel needed right now? 
and you know what are some some of the major issues that you know a lot of pulpits are silent about and you know I was really just kind of sitting here brainstorming and it came to me actually surprisingly quickly I thought you know we should really talk about immigration there's not a lot that's been said about it and what is the christian perspective on immigration and you know so i thought to myself uh, nah I, you know i can't do that that's a really really controversial subject and i'll turn a lot of people off to this ministry if i talk about immigration so i'll just stick with talking about these fallacies and as soon as i did that i, I felt this nudge do you know the nudge i'm i'm talking about you know, it's it's almost like trying to avoid breathing, which, of course, you know, can't be done for long. But, you know, I think that, that Jonah probably felt this nudge and, and felt it and felt it and felt it until God had to take some action to get Jonah to follow that nudge. Anyhow, you know, I, I sat here drinking my coffee, reading my email, and, and I was having this, this wrestling match with myself in my mind. You know, I was going just back and forth on this, you know, immigration is relevant and you know then i then i'd think well what are you crazy people are going to going to hate you if you talk about immigration so talk about fallacies and then you know the the one side of me would be saying well god isn't calling you to talk about fallacies today no matter how much you love to analyze them talk about immigration and then you know i'd tell myself well it would it'd be a lot easier to talk about fallacies and then i'd tell myself well what makes you think that god wants you to do something easy today whose ministry is this anyway so, of course, in conclusion, I, I just kind of said, okay, you win, God. So today's lesson is going to be about immigration, but it's going to be different, however. Uh, while I do have my side to this issue, and I, you know, I believe that I've taken some biblical principles to, to form my side, I want us to work together toward figuring out what the Christian perspective of immigration is. So here's what I'm asking you to do. Go to BibleStudyPodcast.org. Get yourself registered on there if, if you haven't already registered on there. It just takes one minute. You just scroll down on the right-hand side, and you can you can register you know pretty quickly. And click on today's post, which will be you know December the 5th. And if you scroll down uh, on that post, you can leave comments on that page. So what I'm proposing is let's work through this issue together and see if we can find a sound biblical response to the situation with immigration. Now, also, uh, before we get started, I, I realize that the issue of immigration might not seem extremely relevant to those of you who live outside of North America, as it is to those of us who do live in uh, in North America, but it really is relevant to everybody around the world, as well as to the people in North America. And how is it relevant? Well, you know, the issue really boils down to how we treat people who aren't like us and who aren't from our culture. And it doesn't matter where you live or where you come from or, or where you are, there are going to be people who are unlike you in your culture. So there are two ways that I'm going to approach this issue. First, we're going to approach this from a biblical angle, from a look at the biblical aspect of it, and then we're going to look at it from the sociological angle as well. And at times, you know, I'm, I'm sure that the two are, are going to coincide. And this isn't going to be a long lesson. You know, the, the, the meat that I really want in this is going to be our discussion on BibleStudyPodcast.org. So be sure that you go over there and register and, and participate in, in a dialogue about this. So let me start out by saying that I do realize that there may be 
no easy answers for us here. I know that it's a sticky issue, it's a complicated issue, and it makes a lot of people, uh, you know, myself included, if I'm being honest, it makes a lot of people feel uncomfortable. But where did God ever indicate that he longs for our comfort, for us to be sheltered from the things that make us uncomfortable? You know, what he wants for us is to be light to the world. And above all else, he wants us to be conformed to his will. So for Christians, the first thing we want to do in seeking a perspective for any issue is to seek out what the Bible has to say about it. So in order to do that, let's see what the Bible has to say about how we should be treating foreigners. And we're going to start in Exodus chapter 23. In verse 9, we read God telling the Hebrew people... Uh, After they've been led out of, of Egypt, he says, You shall not oppress a stranger, since you yourselves know the feelings of a stranger, for you also were strangers in the land of Egypt. And then in Deuteronomy chapter 10, verses 16 through 19, God had just given the Ten Commandments to Moses for the second time. You remember, he, he broke the tablets the first time when he came down and saw the, the nation of Israel um, in idolatry. So Moses has been instructed to lead his people toward the promised land and to always remember that the earth and the heavens belong to God. So God tells them, so circumcise your heart and stiffen your neck no longer. In other words, uh, quit being prideful. But um, then he continues, for the Lord your God is the God of gods and the Lord of lords, the great, the mighty, and the awesome God who does not show partiality nor take a bribe. He executes justice for the orphan and the widow and shows his love for the alien by giving him food and clothing. So show your love for the alien, for you were aliens in the land of Egypt. Now, this word that is translated alien in the New American Standard Bible is the same word that can be translated as stranger, as we saw in Exodus, which is also the same word that can be translated as foreigner. Okay, so that, that, there's a little bit of, of Old Testament theology for you. In the New Testament, in Matthew chapter 25, verse 35, Jesus says, I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. So yes, this word stranger can also be translated foreigner. That's the concept being communicated. But obviously the concept being communicated here is is predominantly that the proper response for a follower of Christ is to reach out to, welcome, and assist anyone who is in need. Okay, our, our final point here is, um, is Revelation chapter 7, verse 9, which of course was written by the Apostle John, and he writes, After this I looked, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, tribe, people, and language, standing before the throne and in front of the Lamb. And of course, this is a glimpse of heaven that John was given, and which he's recording here in the book of Revelation. And we know that people of all colors, nations, and languages are going to be united in heaven. That's what John sees here. That is going to be the reality when we get there as well. The kingdom is going to be composed of all nations, of all people. So with that in mind, let's not forget what Jesus prayed. He said, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, on earth as it is in heaven. So in heaven, if it's going to be multicultural, you know, people from, from, you know, various cultures, that's what we should be praying for on earth as well. So anyway, that, that's kind of the, the biblical, um, 
perspective of this issue sociologically there are a few things that you know we we definitely need to take into consideration first of all uh Every single one of us who lives in the United States, or no, no matter where you live, you can trace your ancestry back to somewhere else, most likely. Uh, for those of us in the United States, we can all trace our ancestry outside of North America. Yes, even Native Americans who, you know, despite being in, in North America for hundreds, if not thousands of years, can trace their roots actually to the continent of Asia. So here are some statistics for us to consider uh, when we're talking about the sociological aspect of, of this issue. Um, first of all, minorities comprise 41% of the population in the United States today, but they're responsible for 82% of the births within the United States. So actually the, the minority population here is growing, which is definitely undeniable. It's supported by the facts. And uh, further, one in five people in the United States, when they are at home, they are speaking a language other than English. Of course, English is the uh, the official language in the United States. It's the only officially accepted language in the United States. And one of eight people have immigrated here to the United States from outside of the United States. And sadly, this is a, this is a terrible statistic, but in North America, in the United States, more than 95% of all Protestant churches in the United States are mono-ethnic. That is, our congregations are almost entirely one race. In other words, uh, you know, we seem to have a strong tendency to almost segregate ourselves from other races and cultures on Sunday mornings. One of the issues, however, um, that, that we, we absolutely have to consider is that for most of us, you know, even though our ancestors came here from somewhere else, uh, they didn't come here claiming that the land was inherently theirs. Instead, you know, they came here just looking to hopefully make a better life for themselves and to, to make a better life for their families and their children. So I know that there have been some extreme uh, you know, Hispanic immigration groups who have claimed that they're moving to the United States to take back what was theirs to begin with. Of course, you know, you can you can get on the Internet and you can find all kinds of groups that are claiming this. And I can assure you that, you know, I am extremely uncomfortable with that. And my knee-jerk reaction is to say, hey, you know, if, if that's what they're here for, then then send them back and let's build another Great Wall of China between the United States and, and Mexico. Uh, that's my knee-jerk reaction, but then, you know, I, I gotta consider the biblical aspect of this as well, so I, I get kind of caught in the middle here. It's like, what do we do? But, you know, similarly, a lot of people are under the impression that these immigrants aren't here to assimilate themselves into our culture. That is, they're not here to blend into our culture, but they're here to overtake our culture and to make it their own. After all, you know, they uh, they don't all try to learn our language fluently, and they only seem to associate with one another. But for the second category, you know, the people who, who come here and don't really try to assimilate into our culture, I really think that we are to blame for that a lot of the time. For those of us who are from here, uh, we're to blame. Uh, what are we doing to reach out to these immigrants and to make them feel welcome? I realize, you know, we're not using scare tactics to coerce them into leaving, at least, you know, not the, not the same way that people were doing so during the civil rights movements in the 1950s and 1960s. But are we treating them equally and making them feel like they belong here? You know, why aren't most churches reaching out to the culture of immigrants and, and minorities. You know, why aren't we even talking about it in our pulpits? What if, what if we could reach out 
and make them feel welcome. I mean, so welcome that they would feel like one of us and that it would maybe, you know, hopefully bring them to oppose anyone who felt like they needed to be here to take back what was rightfully theirs to begin with. You know, yes, I realize that uh, that it's against the law for immigrants to cross our borders without consent from our government. And, and I respect our government. I respect the laws of our government. And I realize that we're supposed to follow and support the government because God has ordained all governments. And that does mean following the law. However, is welcoming immigrants unlawful? And if so, would that be sinful? Does our allegiance to upholding the laws of our country take priority over God's command to us that we're to love our neighbors and, and to welcome foreigners? You know, I'm, I'm not giving you an answer here. I'm, I'm asking you guys, let's talk about this. These are some issues that we, we really need to be, uh, to be discussing in Christian circles. You know, I've laid out the passages in Scripture which instruct us to, to welcome strangers and foreigners and to love our neighbors as ourselves, but is, is there anything in Scripture that tells us to do something different? Should we be reaching out to immigrants? And if so, how? You know, what should we be doing? What is a Christian perspective of immigration? That's something that I would love to have your feedback on. Let's get together and work toward something that, you know, we feel is biblically accurate. So, anyway, I hope to see a lot of responses from you guys on BibleStudyPodcasts.org. Thank you for listening today. You might have noticed I'm using a little bit different uh, sound quality here. I got a, an email from somebody who said that they were going to be unsubscribing from Bible Study Podcasts on iTunes because the sound quality that we have is hurting his ears. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know if that's something that you guys have experienced or not, but uh, so I, I've changed the sound settings a little bit today. Um, but but let me know, if you would, if you've had any problems with the sound quality of BibleStudyPodcast.org prior to this podcast. Of course, you know, I don't want anybody's ears to be hurt, so let me know if that's a problem that you've experienced. Again, I also want to remind you that we are a listener-supported 501c3 ministry in the state of North Carolina. We're a nonprofit organization, and if the Lord is leading you to support our ministry, you can go to BibleStudyPodcast.org, and on the right-hand side, you can click on support, and you can make a tax-deductible donation from there. And as always, for everybody who makes a tax-deductible donation, I'll send you some bumper stickers and one of the abortion booklets. And of course, we want your first giving to be to your local church, but if the Lord is calling you to give to our ministry as well, you do have that option available. Well, God bless you guys. Go to BibleStudyPodcast.org and let's talk about this issue. I hope to see you there, but I'll see you next time for sure on BibleStudyPodcast.org. Keep growing closer to Jesus.